Okay, hello everybody and welcome back to the uh, third Big Doug podcast. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the others. Uh, today we've got quite an exciting guest. We've got Mr. Chris Oakey. Um, Chris was a former teacher and he now has got his own uh, outdoor learning business. And I'm just going to hand over to Chris and he's just going to talk to us about everything he's done and what he's doing and the exciting projects he's he's working on. Hi there. Um my company is uh, it's in its first months. So I've literally only just started. Um, and so far, touch wood, it all seems to be working really well. Um, I go into schools and instead of working within the classroom, I'm working outside and we're trying to link into the curriculum through outdoor activities. Um, it's primarily DT based. So we've got children from as young as four using electric drills, vices, uh, Japanese saws. Uh. Which is crazy really because when you think about it, a lot of people listening to this who either have kids or don't have kids thinking, oh my God, you've got four-year-olds using power tools. Like, how how is that work? I, and I, I, take, I, <laughs> I, I, I completely take that worry. Um, um, that people may have. However, it's all about teaching children skills. It's about teaching them safely, and most importantly, getting children to think for them, think for themselves, and to risk assess. And even at the age of four, children will usually know uh, not to touch the end of a of a spinning drill after you've uh, explained it to them sure. and telling them the reasons why. But it really empowers them. Um, and when you see a child yeah, from the age of say four to eleven, who uh, who's able to plan a project and then have the ability to then carry it out and make it, it's just incredible. Yeah, sure. It's really good. So how did you how did you start on this journey of uh, of outdoor learning? Well, I was a mainstream primary school teacher for more or less ten years, and then got a little bit disillusioned with all the planning and paperwork and uh, I decided to, to leave, to leave teaching um, and at the time myself and my wife, we didn't have children and I was going to renovate houses um, and whilst renovating a house we had a big flood and I had no work so I went back to the school because I was, I was, I was missing the, still missing teaching and the head teacher at the time, a uh, fantastic man, Mr. Paul Harvey, um, gave me an opportunity to do a new, um, there was a new project that was uh, being, uh, there was a grant for schools to have uh, outdoor learning. So I was offered a two month contract, two days a week, but I was told it couldn't go past, you know, that was the only money that they had. And I started to take children outside. We did maths outside, English. We were building. We, we were using some tools. And during that time, um, Ofsted came. And they came out to have a look at what I was doing. And they left short, short probably about 20 minutes into the lesson. But as the one Ofsted instructor or inspector, um, as, as, as he left, he said, oh, I need to talk to you at the next available opportunity my brain was worried I'd done something wrong but, yeah, but, but when, I, when I actually sat down with them 
he really liked what he saw and he just said this is how this is what they wanted to see happening within schools um, and they put it into the school development plan um, saying that every child in the school should be doing outdoor learning and so from that comment I went from having a temporary job to a full-time job and I stayed at that school for about six years um, and it just grew and grew and grew lots of other schools were coming in um, so what at what point was the transition to start your own business, which is Oki Bear, outdoor learning? Um, when did that come about and how did that come about? Um, probably maybe about four or five months ago, um, I decided to go back into the classroom um, just to see um, what I was missing, if you like. I thought just, just to double check working outside was for me. Um, and from being in the classroom, I just felt very, very restricted when what I was being asked to um, to teach the children, I just knew that there was a, a better way through if we were outside and I could teach them that through experience. Um, I just felt that was the calling within me. Uh, and at the time at the school, there wasn't an opportunity to go back outside um, to do outdoor learning. So faced with a, with a dilemma, what do I do? I decided actually, instead of waiting for an opportunity to come, I need to make that opportunity happen. So I created the company, uh, approached different schools that have seen me work in the past. And fortunately, the first four I went to said, yes, please. So, this is quite a nerve wracking thing jumping from a full-time paid job, you know, with everything, you know, like most people get your nine to five and your salary or, you know, a bit longer as a teacher, but that security of having a job to being a small business owner you know, is quite a big, a big risk and a big challenge. It, but. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, and like I say, at the moment, I haven't, I haven't even handed out my first invoice. So at the moment, everything I've done, I've had no money coming back. So uh, it hasn't kept me up at night. It's something just feels so right about it. I know it feels right. I'm sure it's well. It it, it will work, um, but yeah, maybe in a month's time when I've filled out invoices incorrectly or something <laughs> and money's still not coming in, I'll be uh, I'll be more worried. But I, I guess the interesting thing for people listening to this is everybody has the dream of being their own boss and and having their own business, but. And everyone comes up with crazy ideas about how to make quick money, but it's not really about that. It's about what you've done is you've turned a genuine love and passion, yes. and something you know about, yes. into a business. Um, and I guess that's the best thing to do, you know. Yeah, I, I, it it sounds a bit like a cliche, isn't it? But if you, but if you know, I've, for years I've been saying to children within the classroom, it's not about the money. If you find a passion, if you can find a job that doesn't feel like a job. Mm that's you know the job for you uh, and th this is it for me I've when I was teaching I was told I was a very good teacher but I didn't I didn't feel it in my heart however when I was doing outdoor learning I could see the results through what the children were doing and I realized that I was able to create situations to enable children to learn and that was the most rewarding thing um, for me but talking about being brave or um, for starting my own company I, th I think there, were, there was a turning point um, 
maybe six months ago at school, we had a special needs school. Um, they came into the wood and there were some just amazing, fantastic children. But there was one, one person in particular who uh, came up to me and said, Mr. Oki, can I, can I climb a tree? I've never climbed a tree, but I've always wanted to climb a tree. And uh, I had a chat with the, with, the, with the child's teacher and they said, Jep, you know, if, if, you're, if you're happy, yeah, let's let's see what happen what happens. Um, and this this child, she she climbed. She was a little bit nervous, but she persevered. She carried on, and we were probably four or five meters in the air, and she started to cry. And I you know, said, are, "Are you scared? Are you you know, do you want to go down?" She said, "No, no, I'm just so happy, really, really happy." Then we climbed down, and she was hugged by everyone. And the only thing I haven't said is this child has been, or has been blind since birth. And it was just, something just changed within me, where from being anything that I worry about or think, can I possibly do that? Is it possible to do that? And I think back to that child who had the guts, determination to take on something so big, and she did it. And I... I've, I've tried to remember that. And so when it came to that dilemma of, do I start a new business? It might go wrong. Will I be able to afford to, uh, to do it? And I thought, actually, I've got to take a bit of a risk. Yeah. I've got to just like that child climbing the tree. And I went for it. Good for you. Well done. So a bit of a selfless, selfish plug for you. Um, if people are listening that are teachers or schools or parents, like, what is it you do? What is it you offer? And okay, well, thank you. <laughs> um, I, I mean, at, at present, I, I work in four different schools, one day a week. Um, I go in and I, it's it, similar to forest school, similar to outdoor learning, but we just go a little bit further into the into the curriculum, uh, and on those four on those four days we're again we're looking at problem solving we're looking at tool work skill work looking into dt there's a big link to science uh it's it's a day really of experience that and within the experience we're hooking on learning from all different curriculum areas um i do i have kept one day free i've kept monday mondays free and they are for schools if they if they would like say a wow day if they wanted someone to come in and say do a big push on maths or and the way I would do maths is I would do maths through engineering now I have a project that I do where we start off building small prototype um, pyramids and within the hour that turns into a 20 foot high pyramid that the children have constructed all on their own and it's a lovely photo at the end. The whole class are within within the pyramid. Um, so you can have one-off wow days. Um, we might link it into topics that they're doing. Um, we've done, or I've done a Stone Age wow day uh, in the past. Um, literally, any any link to any curriculum area. Yeah, of course. And obviously, the reason Chris is you're here is, you know, we, we do a lot of products that lot of people use with their hands in, in the industry and I guess what you're trying to do is find the next people that would go into industry as well you know it's not just yes. about maths and English and 
science is about engineers and, and architects and learning the skills that to be hands-on and creative. Absolutely, yeah. Giving, giving children the love of it or planting the seed early on. Yeah, absolutely. So if, the, if people want to get in touch with you via email, how do they, how do they get in touch? My email is uh, coke4 at gmail.com. Um, and I would, yeah, if anyone would like any more information, and if there are any tree surgeons out there who uh, are able to donate logs or branches of any kind, that would be much appreciated. Awesome. Chris, thank you for coming in. And uh, thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you.